0: Hey folks, I'm I'm doing the thing tonight. Uh, welcome to episode. I hope it's 157 because John wrote this and I didn't check my facts. Um, that's DGC episode 157 for Thursday, August 8th. Um, if you're not aware, Superform Gamescast meets right here every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines with a wide variety of panel members and guests. Uh, we also do a bunch of other stuff as time allows, like a separate show about movies and television, community game streaming, which we still need to do more of. I think that hasn't happened recently. A mental health support show and a bi-weekly morning show every Friday, It's like tomorrow. Uh, If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home. And if not, hey, feel free to stick around and maybe throw us a subscription. Every single podcast is archived the next day on our YouTube channel for those who like to watch. And you can find us on all major podcast services for those who like to listen. That's the spiel. Rev, Um, you killed it. This is the most cheerful I'm going to be tonight until the very end, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Kind of, yeah. this,
0: this is like a drag of the week. Like everybody, everybody that's probably listening or watching um is probably aware that this was not a fantastic banner week for the games industry in general. Um we've got three kind of heavy topics that we want to talk about tonight. And I think like for the first time, they're all intertwined in like some kind of really specific way, um, which is sort of yeah. why we wanted like there there were actually a bunch of things that happened this week that we could have talked about, like there's a bunch of loot box stuff, a bunch of other things, but um, I think we, we really wanted to hit on on these three things because they kind of have a common thread and a common theme and yeah so anyone want to say something nice before we get started usually like John greets everybody but it feels kind I of weird like to, to get like Does super count? super hyped and then suddenly talk about I don't know like fucking terrible uh, I things mean,
1: <laughs> you know I, I I still want to know how everybody's doing
0: yeah how are you John
1: I'm a, I'm on vacation right now so that's pretty <sighs> cool hey. um. Yeah, no, I've been on vacation all week, uh, and by vacation I mean just not going to work because I'm taking a week off. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been pretty low key. We spent one night in D.C., and uh, my son and I were tooling around the city at like 9:30 at night on an electric scooter, and and just having a grand, having a grand all time. and he was yelling "woo" at the top of his lungs because we were going all fast, and it was, uh, it was, it was a really, it was a really good time. It was a really good time. And aside from that, like, as soon as this podcast is done, I think I'm, like, I'm a couple hours away from the end of Fire Emblem, so...
0: Wait, seriously? How many hours have you been into that thing?
1: Uh, like, 50?
0: Oh, shit, you're... Hold on, wait, uh, talk about it without spoiling it. I'm at, like, um,
1: 15.
0: Um, how do I not spoil... Can I tell
1: you what chapter I'm on?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You can tell me how close I am to the end? Yeah. I'm on chapter 17.
0: Okay, I actually, I think that's... I think I might be on 18. You might have a little bit more to go. Okay. Cause I didn't Usually like...
1: you break 20 in Fire Emblem, Yeah, so. I think
0: 20 sounds, probably 20 and then like a little epilogue or something. So yeah, I think I'm, I, I
1: get the sense that I'm getting pretty close, if you know yeah. what I mean.
0: Yeah, I am too. <laughs> if you know, that's a weird thing to append, if you know what I mean to.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've almost
2: beaten that game, if you know what I mean
1: well yeah well I'm the narrative is drawing to a, a close, close like, if you know what i mean because because like th- there is like a pretty i don't know what as i went edelgard route and there's a pretty definitive thing that happens it's like okay we are in the end game now like here we go and uh so so so, so yeah
0: when are we doing this fire emblem thing because we gotta talk about we're not doing it tonight we gotta talk about fire emblem
1: we're gonna do it sunday, sunday right
0: uh sunday evening i hope
1: yeah sunday evening I'm, I'm game
0: okay we'll talk about that later derek how you doing man
2: i'm doing all right i had a big old plate uh i made a bunch of spaghetti and it was good mm. i made homemade italian meatballs it was so good and um i've just had a good quiet night in i've played video games and cuddled my yeah. dogs and eaten food and that's been my night and my day and everything so i was okay.
1: proud of your risotto by the way derek mm, i turned really out really, really good, good that risotto well, yesterday well, yeah.
2: turned out yeah. really good was i was really pretty good. happy with that so yeah. so yeah I'm, I'm doing good
0: good justin how about you how are you doing i
3: can't see you on my screen it's just sad. i i can't see you either <laughs> um i'm all right uh i've had weird work schedule this week where i've been like off a few days and then had like a couple short days and stuff so yeah i'm all right all
0: right and brandon what's going on hey, not much doing all right
4: oh um, yeah i'm good <laughs> Brandon's like I am <laughs> literally playing Final point? Fantasy 14 I, at I in, this I'm minute. In Final Fantasy 14 world, yeah, it has been pretty nice. good. <laughs> <laughs> I've okay. been going for about two weeks straight. All
0: right, okay. Well, in that case, um, we're gonna go ahead and jump into this. Um, so we got three topics tonight. They're all uh, they're all tied oh, together. Man. I promise. I promise. At the very end of this, we're gonna go around and we're all gonna talk about a gaming thing that happened to us this week that made us smile. And you guys should all throw those into the comments too when we get to that point, so we can. I'll just smile together. Um, but we think these are really important to talk about. Um, and I'm, I'm going to get the worst one out of the way first. Um, and I, I, I want to be really clear about why we're talking about this. So so the reason... We're, we're talking about uh, the two shootings that happened over the weekend. Um, there was a shooting in a Walmart in El Paso, Texas on Saturday. Killed 22. And there's a second one outside a bar in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, killed nine. Uh, one, one shooter's in custody. The other one uh, was killed by responding officers. But um, the reason... So, so we're, the reason we're talking about this is not because of the nonsense in the news. Um, so there's... This whole thing where, where U.S. President Donald Trump's like, uh, you know gruesome and grisly video games suggesting that, you know, those things were the reason for the shooting, those various politicians who are doing that too. Uh, it's a waste of time to talk about that, right? Like, we know that, you know, that games are just a scapegoat um, for people who want to keep the focus off of, you know, other things that maybe cause mass shootings, huh? Wonder what those could be? Um, so that's not why we're talking about this. The reason why we're talking about this is actually, this is my idea, um, but I saw, and I, I should actually pull up the tweet thread so I can probably, like, credit people Uh, But there was was a tweet thread that I thought was really smart. And it was about about these shootings. And it was basically bringing up the fact that, um, yeah, playing violent video games does not make you a violent person. doesn't make you shoot people. That's not what that is. However, gaming communities in general have a problem, right? Um, Gaming communities are often... If you go go and watch, like, a YouTube trailer for, like, a game or something, you scroll down the comments, um, you're, like, going to see, like... Nazi shit in there and like white supremacist shit in there. Just like, you know, there'll be like normal comments like you'd expect, but it's just gonna be buried in there. Um and you'll see that, you know, there's like Discord channels and there's all these things that are like, you know, gaming adjacent, right? Like things that are kind of connected to games, not like official, but they're, you know, these sort of groups and communities. And they'll they will just be like Nazis in them and white supremacists in them and racists in them. And there are just these these lines, these threads that you can find where people will go to a gaming community and find like acceptance and then someone will latch on to them. And they have become, there have been communities that are becoming recruiting grounds where people, you know, maybe start just by being part of a group that plays a video game together and then they gradually end up on 8chan and then they get, you know, recruited into these hate groups. And I this is not like something that we are blaming on games. However, I think like we can't, we can't not acknowledge the fact that gaming communities in general have sort of become this really easy target for a recruitment ground for the kinds of people that either actually go out and shoot, you know, people in Walmarts or they provide kind of a safe haven for them to, I don't know, post a white supremacist manifesto before doing that. So, like, like again, I'm not trying to blame games, but I think, and this is, this is something we're going to come back to on the other two topics too, but there, there's this group of really awful people in the world right now are doing really awful things and they find a really fresh open recruitment ground in games. And I, I don't know what we do about that.
1: I don't think we like, here's the depressing answer, right? Like, I don't think we can do anything about it. Um, I think a lot of this is just shitty people. It's a combination of shitty people being shitty. And, you know, in, in today's online infrastructure, like, you know, people like white supremacists will find any avenue they can for recruitment, right? And you know, gaming is accessible. It's it's easy to get involved in. Um, and let's face it, like there are a lot of disaffected youth who are currently uh, playing playing games. Even though gaming today, as opposed to like 1995, is far more mainstream and accepted than it was back then, <laughs> there are still there are still a lot of kids who feel like they don't belong uh you know wandering around the gaming you know wandering around the gaming world and and if they find a group that they think is that, or that appears to be welcoming to them or accepting of them they they will a lot of these kids will latch onto that um and because people at the end of the day just want to feel accepted um and uh, you know it, it's just it's depressing it's it's just it's just really, I love this hobby and I I think I still at the end of the day I think it's good and uh, but at the end of the day, unfortunately, this hobby attracts a lot of shitty fuck, fuck, uh, just a lot of shitty fucking people. And Reb, I'm like you. I don't know what we can, if we can do anything to stop it,
3: let alone what. So I have a couple um ideas on that. I am actually going. This is something I've been thinking a lot about this week, and was actually part of the reason why I wasn't sure if I was going to be on tonight. But I I decided I wanted to come come on and actually kind of talk about this because. Um, so it's something that's always, you know, kind of scared me is like, I was very adjacent to some of these groups when I was in high school and college. Um, I'm not proud of it, but I've worked hard to, you know, change from that. And like, I think it, um, like I was on 4chan a lot. I was on something awful a lot in high school. And one thing that you know, really stood out to me is that sometimes somebody within the community mentioning something, um, like, so, uh, the one that sticks in my mind the most is like when, you know, people were talking about, um, the R word, you know, uh, for mentally handicapped people, um, being used regularly. I used to say that all the time. Uh, uh, I mean, it was pretty common when I was a teenager, in the early 2000s, for people to say that all the time. I'm not defending it, but it was a common part of our lexicon. And the first time somebody told me not to say it, um, you know, I thought it was dumb. I laughed it off. But it stuck in my head that somebody didn't want me to say it. And over time, I I realized, I'm like, hey, I'm not saying this as much. And then it eventually, um, you know has been removed from my, uh, my vocabulary. And it's stuff like that that has a bigger impact than you might think. It's not like an instant um, change. And I think we need to get better at self-moderating some of these communities. Um, like if you're in a Discord channel and you see somebody saying some shit, like, you know, maybe just kind of take them inside and be like, hey, this is why that's, you know, might not be cool. And I think sometimes some just you know, reaching out and saying that might have more of an impression than you might think. And I think it can also lead to um, some really good benefits. And I think people can, you know, change without realizing it. And I think that's also part of the reason why some of these groups do scare me um because sometimes that little reach out, um that i mentioned uh you know can be from the wrong people and i think some and now we're seeing um a lot of these discussions like about politics or certain things in games i think have kind of become a lot of coded dog whistles for some people and some people really seem to latch onto it and you know some of these disaffected people within some of these groups you know see this as some sort of you know attack and i know this because i have been there i used to think that you know sometimes complaints about you know problematic things were you know saying i was bad saying the thing i like is bad and when that's how you, like i've made most of my friends throughout most of my life through gaming um or movies or something like that and seeing people criticize those things um you know, sometimes made me feel like an outsider with, you know, people I wanted to get along with. And I think, so now we have this, sorry, I'm kind of rambling, but now I think, like, you know, um, I think we all can be vigilant within our own smaller communities, but I do think there are people that have realized this earlier than we have. Um, Like Steve Bannon has actually outright said that he thinks that, you know, gaming communities are great for recruiting people for his um, sort of um, agenda um, because of some of these people. So I think we can do a lot within our own communities to kind of help people away from that sort of thing. But I think part of the reason these communities have become so dangerous is because... Of that sense of belonging, those you know little reach out moments have been you know essentially weaponized.
2: Yeah. Um. If if I may. Um, yeah. Go go ahead. Sorry, yeah. I went on for a while. No, I, I absolutely. I think everything you spoke is from the heart, and you've absolutely got to get that out. And and nothing you said was was like doubling over extraneous. So don't apologize. Um, I think that part of the problem. To be honest with you, uh, and and I say this is somebody who takes a lot of the burden on in this regard is we have to acknowledge that I, I do think it's true that most people can be reasoned with, and most people can be educated. Now, the time you talk to somebody may not be the time they get educated. But, like you said, Justin, the first time you got, Uh, confronted about your use of the R word, you, you took it defensively. But over time, that stuck with you, that interaction, probably further interactions, and that woke you up. So the person who told you that you shouldn't say that word might've come away from that conversation feeling like, why did I bother? But in the end, they planted the seed that helped get you and and I'm I i can not point the finger. Yeah, exactly, I mean I was Exactly. And,
3: and I was also, a channer.
2: I I was there yeah, in my teens. Yeah, me too. Years.
3: Me too. So um and also just to throw that out, I actually now work with special needs kids on a daily basis and I love working with them. Yeah. And I'm really glad I learned that lesson when I did before I started doing um yeah before I started doing some of this in my career. So I
2: think I think you can have those conversations and and even if a conversation is fruitless, you can plant the seed that that blooms into understanding later. But I don't think that works over the internet. You are never ever ever going to convince somebody on Twitter to change their mind and to wake up and stop being such an asshole. It's not going to happen. It's not there, I mean, I don't think it, it can never, ever happen, but I think that the, that there's, there's such a disconnect with people on the internet, on, on gaming forums and on social media, um, versus you have those same conversations in person. I've built up kind of a reputation over the last couple of years of being that guy. Um, you know, when we had a, a, somebody at my work who started transitioning, it was the first trans person co-worker and probably the first trans person most of the people at my place of business have ever interacted with. You know, I'm somebody with a trans sister. I'm somebody with trans friends. I was somebody out there talking to everybody about like here's the stuff you need to know. You no, know, when I hear somebody say something that's not appropriate, I go, yo, this is not cool and this is why. And some people don't like that. And some people appreciate the information. But even most of the people who don't like that I've called them out eventually come around. But these are also the same people where if that exact same interaction had happened on, say, Facebook, it would have been completely different. People are such different beings when they have this kind of, I mean, I say over the Internet, but even like this, like a video call, there's something about the power of voice, something about the power of inflection of body language. This is communication and words on the Internet behind an anime profile picture mean nothing. So. I feel like, and everyone's free to disagree, we've got to learn to disengage from these kind of people on the internet that we're never going to gonna fix them, never going to uh, correct them, and it's just a drain on our emotional labor to do so and save what emotional labor we have for having those conversations in person if you can do that, because obviously you can't put yourself into a, a mental hole, you know, uh if if you see yourself as like i've got to go out and have these conversations but if you're killing yourself over it like leave that to people like i have a lot of energy to do this i probably have a much easier time than say justin does you know butting heads with people at work where i make my money over these kinds of subjects you know so don't put yourself so far out there that you drain yourself and it becomes a negative impact on your own life cuz that that You've got to take care of yourself first and foremost.
1: I can, um, I can confirm first of all that uh, yelling at people on Twitter is not going to change their mind. Um, I am. Uh, yeah, I am us probably, too. <laughs> I, am, I am probably living proof of that, uh, and uh, which is why I, 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 am cutting myself off from that. Uh, but also, um, also this is even more poignant for me because I have an eleven-year-old son uh who is big into gaming big into online gaming and he's starting to discover these youtube channels he's starting to discover forums uh and i I have gotten to the point now where i am very, very actively curating which channels he is and is not listening to um we have a rule for example like you know like he brought up pewdiepie one day and 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 i was like okay so just so we're clear there is no pewdiepie you do not watch pewdiepie He goes, okay, no problem. And I checked his, I I checked his, his view history and he has not watched it, which is good. Um, At the same time, like he's, I I can't police him all the time. I'm not there 24 seven. And there is that worry in the back of my head, like looking at what's not just, you know, these forms, looking what's happening, happening with the Ooblets devs. Like I, I, like it's, as a parent, it is extremely difficult not to worry that, that he is going to come across you know people who talk like this online and think that that's something that's okay it's just it's just being edgy, you know it's just being an edge lord um it's it's just it it worries me
0: I think and this is where I kind of disagree I, I don't think I actually disagree with derek um I, th- I think Derek is going to agree with this. I absolutely agree that you can't you can't fight with people on Twitter. you can't fight with the people who get into your mentions. you just gotta block them and i i, I think I think it's twofold right so like like part of fighting back is. You can't you can't get rid of these people. You can't change their minds. You can keep them out of your spaces. So you can block them on your own account if you are in a position of power. If you are someone who is a moderator of some kind of channel, if you are, you know, if you are a company with the power controlling some kind of social platform, you should use that power responsibly. This podcast is not being watched by anyone who's in charge of a massive social platform probably but you know again it, it's it's those people's responsibility to handle those things but on a on a personal level I do think that you can change minds in the way that Justin's mind was changed in the way that my mind was changed because I grew up in the same like era that Justin did and I believed Eric as well and I did have a lot of those I, I was not like a 4chan person but I had some really shitty beliefs and the thing that changed me actually was going on the internet, not because a bunch of people argued with me, but because I joined these big communities and these big communities were filled with people who liked the same things as me, you know, video games, you know, online stuff. Um, but they were also filled with people who were progressive and had co- views about being kind to other people. And they talked about those things openly. Like, I, I didn't know that you could be anything other than straight for the majority of my life. And just hearing other people share, I I thought that anything other than that was bad and horrible and and, and evil. And then I met other people who just like talked about it like normal human beings and talked about their experiences and talked about their experiences being hurt by people who had the same views as me. And over time, you know, hearing those kinds of experiences spoken about, it, it did change my mind and it opened me up to other possibilities and the more that happened, the more I realized that other people's worldviews could be different from my own and could be good, the more I listened to them. And the the more, you know, you still have to have scrutiny, right? Like, and people still should have scrutiny. But I think, and and I don't, I agree that people who, you know, would be put in danger by this sort of thing or people who don't feel comfortable sharing those kinds of stories or people who just don't feel comfortable talking about these things, um, you know, they shouldn't. Like, you should protect yourself first. Keep yourself safe first. But if you have the privilege, if you have the strength, if you have the ability to talk about your experiences or to to just kind of when you see somebody kind of engaging in a way that doesn't seem great but you know they're you know maybe they're not in your twitter mentions to argue with you but they kind of say something that's not great like those are opportunities to spread that positivity and be like hey this is this isn't great and maybe maybe there's like a chance of planting seeds in those kinds of cases right like it's not going to solve the problem it's not going to save the world it's going to I had, sorry, this is the last thing. I had this conversation with my editor when I first got hired over at Games Industry. Um, we were talking about, you know, why we like wanted to, you know, wh- why we were in the industry because the industry just had, you know, fucking bad news all the time. It's just really freaking depressing. And we were like, we we are not going to change that. We write about video games for a living. We're not going to change the world. We can, you know, get our brooms and dustpans and mops and clean up our tiny, tiny little corner of it as best we can, and you know, keep yelling and keep doing what we can to just you know fix our little corner and hope that the people who see that it and just and just do our best we, we we can't stop trying
1: i want to see if uh um i want to see if Derek has a, or not Derek. um i want to see if uh, brandon has a take on this yeah. loop him in. i mean <laughs> on this topic not really a lot all right okay i just wanted to make sure
0: these are all interconnected and so i i think we're going to go ahead and move on but i'm sure i'm sure I this agree. is this is going to just continue um, because because it is the the theme of the night is there there's a group of shitty people in the world and they're doing bad shit that keeps touching our communities. What do we do about it? Um, so the second thing was actually something that I know affected affected me, affected a couple of us personally, affected, affected some of our listeners personally. Um, the ESA, um,
3: oh, oh God. Our,
0: our good friends, the Internet Entertainment Software Administration, um, apparently. Uh, had left uh, some Google spreadsheets full of the uh, full names, addresses, phone numbers, just a bunch of personal information of everybody who was registered as media for E3 2019, just on their website, just up there where anyone can get at it. Um, and some some real bad people got a hold of that, started spreading it around, started doing shitty things with it, probably going to keep on doing shitty things with it for you know years to come. I'm years! Sure. Years to come, it's no good at all um funny same shitty people we've been talking about this whole episode so far same people um and then apparently also uh data from the years 2004 2006 and 2018 has been discovered as also having been available um just for anybody to sort of you know get it and share it around we don't know exactly how much was grabbed before it was all taken down uh but yeah, enough, uh, and it's it's not great. I mean, I mean, there, there's like so many different things. We, we don't we don't need to beat you know you know beat the drum the whole night on the shitty corners of the internet that are going to abuse this. We can also talk if you would like about how ridiculous the ESA is and how completely ineffectual their statement is.
1: Well, I was I was Reb. I was going to mention the statement. It's like they didn't even they didn't even apologize. They just all, all, what did they say I don't remember what they, said. All, all, well, they all they just they said. Did. Oopsie, sorry, we <laughs> my we, bad. I, We're good, right? i guess we really fucked up huh guys (laughs) like shit
0: oh yeah there's no apology in here (laughs)
1: there's no apology there's no apology they didn't actually apologize in their statement all they did was say so so, all they did was say so so this happened right this 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 is a thing that occurred Um, hey
2: gamergate has your fucking address have a real one folks
1: we'll 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 do our best not to do it again
0: Yeah, I I made this joke on Twitter. I'm sorry to just recap it out loud on a podcast, but I really, really am just waiting for like tomorrow or next week, like on Monday, the headline to be. If you've ever been to E3 in your entire life, then your information's just unfortunate.
1: At this point, Red, I don't think that's. I don't think that's. I don't think that's uh, like a a completely unrealistic thing to think.
0: Yeah, we've hit four years. Do we have
2: bets on five?
0: So this is like really bad, right? Like like we know why this is bad. And I and I think I think I mean this kind of goes back to it does go back to our earlier discussion. I think I think so this is one of the really really stupid things about it. The ESA is the is the um rep- kind of basically representative foundation of um for video games. It's not it's not a governing body. It doesn't have like any government power. But it's got a bunch of members like Nintendo, Xbox, Sony, whatever. All all those people are members of it. Um, they they get together. They make decisions that basically represent all of video games. Um, and and the people who are in charge of the ESA, the people who are representative of it, um, seem to just be entirely unaware of like Gamergate and the issues surrounding that, and the fact that more so than any other you, collective lobbying group. That's a, that's a good way to phrase it. Sorry. I wasn't getting words right. Um, but they just seem like woefully unaware of the fact that games media is harassed and doxed and sent death threats and all, all these sorts of things just far and away above pretty much any other specific type of media I can think of. Maybe like yep. political journalists might be worse. I, I don't know. I, 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 think, I
1: honestly, place. I think games, journal, I think, I think games journalists have it worse. So, I've seen some of the shit that gets sent their way. It's fucking, it's vile.
2: Yeah. So many of you, some of you, many of you may know um, my actual regular job is in standard local news. Um, and I was at work as the stuff was going down. And I was actually out talking to the people on the social news desk, the people overnight, the producers and the journalists, by which I mean the one the one sad person who's there overnight um, keeping an eye on AP wire at what's coming in so they can get stuff ready for the morning crew before we get the morning show on the air. Um, And I'm talking to them about what's going on. And it's funny because I start talking to them several hours after it becomes public. Not after we first start talking about it in DMs, but after it first becomes like a real public story. And it's interesting trying to explain to journalists right, who work in local news, who have been yeah. harassed, how much worse it is in the world of games journalism. Um, yeah. They did not fathom how, like, they wouldn't want that same stuff happening to them, but they don't understand, like, if you work at W blah, 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 that there, there really isn't much of a group sitting on the internet waiting for the chance to tear you apart.
0: Right,
1: yeah. There, there was you know, actually, when this happened, Derek, like the night this happened, um, almost everybody on that list got a got a got a text message from a well-known GamerGate supporting so-called journalist yep. whose name I won't mention, yep. um, saying, "Hey, you know, just so you know, I'm being, you know, like just so you know, all your information's out there. You know, I just wanted to warn you." And and uh, I, 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 this guy is. It was meant
2: to important. be intimidating. It was not oh, I, a friendly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And, and 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 I'm like I'm like this guy isn't. He's not trying to warn anybody. He's one. He's trying to. He's trying to intimidate. He's trying to people.
2: warn people, but <laughs>
1: not only that, but he's also these people want to know if there's anybody at these numbers. Yeah, yeah. They want a response because Absolutely. because if there's somebody on the other end, okay. Well, now it's open season. Yeah. It,
2: this was such a failure um, in terms of how this was handled on so many levels. The ESA apparently has known about the this data being so publicly available for quite a long time. As we found out, the 2018. Um, data was, was reported to them quite some time ago, correct? Yeah, apparently. And they it was, did nothing about it, it until just now. Um you know the broke. the uh the, the gamergate adjacent uh writer and youtuber, I refuse to call them a journalist, uh, who broke the story first, did not wait for the ESA to take the documents down. And knowing that they, they have an audience that would love for that data basically gave them a roadmap on exactly how to get it before the ESA took it and, down. And I, I do I do want to
0: make sure, hold on, I do want to make sure this is okay. accurate. Did, did I, my understanding, and this could be wrong, like please correct me if this is wrong, I thought they did wait for the ESA to take it down, but it was still available on Web Archive.
2: My understanding is they did not wait for a response from the ESA. They got no response from the ESA, so they published the video. That's my response. That,
1: that's my understanding. Uh, oh,
0: overall. okay. That that may be right. I, I don't Yeah,
1: Because yeah, this is happening over- However,
0: it doesn't yeah. really matter because it, it was still they available were. on web archive, and fucking journalists yeah. maybe are, like, aware that that thing exists.
2: Yeah. And so that was incompetent. Um, I'm... Kind of frustrated uh, because we when when this stuff was being publicly spoken about by the journalists affected on Twitter, right? Like not behind closed DMs where we we're talking about, hey, this is a thing. Don't talk about it. But like, yeah. hey, this is a thing. It's already on these doxing websites and we need to talk about it. Um, there were still major gaming websites and message boards that were deleting the topics and refusing to talk about it. Um I. Created the thread that's currently up on Reset Era. Uh, there are people in that thread who found out that they were doxed because of that thread. Um, you know, not yeah. everybody's on Twitter, guys. But like, you we know what? Can't here's what is, you do. It
0: is really tricky, though, and I I acknowledge it. Like, I've had we've had a fucking time all week trying to figure out like how to responsibly report this because we broke the two thousand four two thousand six stuff, and it was this weird line where it had been taken it had been taken off the e3 website um you could still find it via certain methods on web archive and then there was like confusion as to whether we should report it or not and it was it, it was just it's really tricky and like I, again like, like the idea being that even if you know people are talking about it on twitter like we don't want to spread it further um it's just it, it's tough and i i see where you're coming from but i also think that there's like there's not a fucking like list of rules for how to handle this yeah. and I, I i think we've all had a lot of trouble
3: thinking yeah about. but by the way i was gonna say it's not like there was a list where you could contact everybody that was affected but i i guess there was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, but, but, that,
0: but that's fucking scary that's yeah so, oh like, god yeah yeah yeah
3: but I, I, like that's the thing it's like you don't know Yeah, I I don't know how I would handle it if I was a moderator of one of those communities.
0: I mean, I spent the whole evening just, like, calling different outlets and DMing friends at different outlets that I knew to make sure that the outlets could tell their people in a responsible way. But that's, like, the best that I could do. I don't know every freelancer in the world.
1: Yeah. Um... I just, I just, I want to make two points about this one. I actually, I looked at some of the postings from this individual regarding this, you know, this leak one, what a responsible, I I'm with Derek. I won't call her a journalist. What a responsible, but if you want to be a journalist, if you want to pretend to be a journalist, what a responsible journalist would do is contact individuals and let them know that their data is out there. Make sure that they have taken proper precautions to protect themselves, to secure their phone numbers, to secure themselves. Um, before posting a story like that. Don't just kick it out there on social media without anybody knowing about it. Um, there and was the no, thing- there was no ethical practice in how they reported. Yep. I don't well, At least but, I don't but but call myself a thing, journalist. Right? Here, here's the other thing, yeah. like, oh, I'm just trying to help people. I'm just trying to help people. If you follow every comment on this thing with, and, and I look, every comment on this story with, hey, I'm the one who broke it. Please like, and subscribe to my channel. Here's my website. I'm sorry. You're not doing it. You're not doing it for fucking altruistic reasons. Okay, you're not trying. You're not trying to be an ally. You're not trying to help. Jesus you're, fucking you, Christ! It, you're you're trying to fucking self promote. That's what it, this is about.
2: If I may may quote uh, the magnificent Stephen King, go take a flying fuck at a rolling donut because I don't, <laughs> I don't, so, I don't buy that in a hot so second.
3: One just little funny note about this story, <laughs> just while we're in the middle of it, um. I was speaking to a friend of the show who uh sent me uh you know a screen cap showing you know their name on the list and right above it was somebody that was five steps ahead of everybody else because they put in their address at 420 fucking lane like it was definitely somebody who just put in a fake address which I highly recommend everyone does for now on <gasps> if you have to deal with this. What?
0: Uh Oh no. I don't think I can talk about this. Sorry. Oh,
3: damn me. it. What? What just let happened? Me, let me
0: find out if I can.
2: Uh oh, so, something happened.
0: It, it, it's, it's fine. Please keep going.
3: It, is this a good thing or it's a bad not, thing?
0: It's not good, but no one's, I don't think anyone's dead.
1: Um I that's no not ones... r- reassuring. So not- that's that made it worse. Reassuring.
0: Okay, it's not good. It's kind of wild.
2: Okay. I can work is with
1: it, that. Sorry,
0: I, I didn't mean to react that dramatically to how ridiculous this was.
1: No. Sorry. No, no, no. Now I'm now I'm both uh curious and a little concerned. I mean
2: I'm always curious, but
1: so I'm also so a fat guy Reb eating pie wild, on a
2: podcast, so
1: while Reb is looking at this, I I, I just want to ask. Why would the ESA need your home address to begin with?
0: To uh, PR probably wants it to mail you shit.
3: I mean, John, we we had to submit our driver's license packs, didn't that's we? That's fucking why. Yeah, that's true. Which is like, insane. Can you imagine if our driver's license got leaked? <laughs> no, I don't want. I mean, to. the 20
0: the 2018 data got shared and you had to do uh, driver's license stuff then, so maybe Well
1: you know like here's my other question is is honest to god like a serious question and i don't think it's hyperbole to you know to to talk about this but what what happens to e3 next year like i mean the e3 is already in bad shape like it's it's not anywhere near as well not anywhere near as relevant as it used to be in years past and while i'm not going to sit here and say that this is the this is the nail in the coffin of e3 um I, you know, I, I know that if I, cause I mean, we've, we've had media passes to E3 before and you know, I was planning on going next year and I'm not fucking sure that I, 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 I at all intend to anymore uh, because of this, because like, you know, like, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And I don't want my fucking info out there like this. And I, I just, I mean, how I, how do we ever trust the ESA? How, how do we ever trust them not to do this again? How- I, we, I don't. When, when somebody as
2: big and visible as Corey Barlog is willing to publicly say you shouldn't, and I don't see how anybody can trust ESA ever again with their information. Wow. That's a sign. I mean, that's, that's somebody working very, somebody, one of the most visible people at one of the three big publishers, you know, I mean, that's. Or He's, one of the big three. There's many big publishers. But you know what yeah. I mean? If somebody as big as Corey Barlog is willing to say, you can't trust the NSA, or the NSA, the ESA. Well,
1: <laughs> <I> <laughs> you know, can't
2: but... trust the NSA either, but you can't <laughs> trust the ESA, and I don't see why you ever why you ever would anymore. Uh, and they're willing to say that without fear of any backlash from higher up the chain. That's a sign. Yeah.
0: I, I think this is, the really sucky thing about this, right, is like, Like hopefully media companies will go to bat for their journalists. Um, Hopefully they will step up to the ESA and say, "Okay, if you don't fix your shit, then we're not going to send anybody to cover your show. And hopefully that'll help move the needle. Um, But maybe maybe they don't. I don't know. I'm I'm not an executive at a media company. I have no idea what is getting done at that level. Um, I I think regardless, this is going, the people is going to hurt the most are people who are freelancers and people who are marginalized creators. And those two very often not all the time, but they very, very often go hand in hand. Um, And I think I think the big problem is, one, those are the people whose address is not 420 Weed City, California. <laughs> their, their address is like their real address, right? Like they don't have a company address they can put in there somewhere. They, they're they trying to get into the industry, so they're giving their real info because they want, on the off chance, a press person wants to talk to them. They want that real info to be in there. So the real info is more likely to be in there. Um, they're also, you know, usually not all the time, but again, usually people who are just getting started, um, they're people who are trying to make their way into the industry. And so they're looking at this. They're probably aware of Gamergate. They're like aware of what's going on. They're maybe getting these harassing texts and they're going to, they're going to be the people who are going to be writing pieces about, they're going to be writing more pieces about issues surrounding diversity and inclusion and, you know, politics and, you know, really good criticism. And those are the kinds of things that Gamergate and those people latch onto, And so the next time they want to write about something like that, they're going to hesitate just like a little bit longer because they're going to think, fuck, my address is out there. My phone number is out there. And I already, I mean, I already have this conversation. I'm sure, you know, other people who are in this industry and who write on the internet have this conversation all the time. They, you know, they get ready to write a piece that tackles these issues and maybe you're really proud of it. Maybe you're looking at your final draft and you're like, man, this is going up tomorrow. I'm so happy I wrote this. And at various points in the process, you have also thought, God, what if this is finally the piece that blows up on Kotaku in action? What if this is finally the piece that gets me doxxed? What if I get death threats from this? And you just have this conversation every single time. And now I think that the people who are on that list, especially the people who are more marginalized and the people who are freelancers are going to think about that a little bit longer and harder. And they may be less likely to publish those pieces. And that's a fucking loss. That is such a huge loss for this industry.
1: Well, you know, and and like, you know the other thing is Reb is that there are like journalists already get shit on Twitter when they when they for example uh, review a game and some 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 GamerGate shithead doesn't fucking like the review doesn't agree with it or let's say fucking you know Nickel Boy doesn't like it or or you know something. You know, some shit like that and they get harassed on Twitter, but now it's going to be so much worse because phone numbers are out in the wild and people can say, oh, this is all publicly available information, but we don't really have the fucking yellow pages anymore. And cell phone numbers are are a much harder thing to get a hold of. They're scarier because they're with us at all times. And we are going to very soon migrate from getting harassment on Twitter. Uh, for a review that, for example, somebody doesn't agree with. And uh, it, it's going to quickly turn into well, now I'm getting fucking threatening phone calls and text messages at 3 a.m. because because I didn't care for Metal Gear Solid 6. You know? Um, I don't know why I use that as an example, but whatever. I, but, uh, but, well, it's but also- yeah it's it's and and the ramifications of this are going to be felt for years and the real shitty thing is that the ES, the esa is supposed to be the body that is here to advocate for the gaming industry it's supposed to be the group that is that is representing the game is you know the gaming industry and taking care of everybody's interests and being out there on the front lines and and we, we can't even trust that group to be yeah. to to be And this is, this is basic operational, this is basic OPSEC, right? This is basic InfoSec. It's, it's basic as fuck. It's not, it's nothing complicated. And these are the people we're supposed to trust. I I just, it's not just dangerous. It's fucking disappointing.
0: There is kind of like a contingent of people I've seen on Twitter. A lot of people who are talking about how this is like the final nail in the coffin for E3. I don't, I don't think that's true. Um, I do think that E3 is already kind of sitting at a a tipping point, not necessarily a tipping point towards irrelevance, but a tipping point towards major, like, change, like, bigger than just, you know, more than just letting consumers in, like, just becoming a very different kind of show. And I think this is, like, a pretty big thing on that scale that is going to continue pushing it in a different direction. Um, I know it's been mentioned that Reed might buy it. I, again... Disclaimer, I know Games Industry is owned by Reed. I don't know a damn thing about that, Um, but I I wouldn't be surprised just on the basis of, you know, what people say on the internet, I guess. Um, But but either way, like, I I feel like just in general, this does kind of push it towards more of a consumer show, right? Because if if press trusts it less, fewer press are going to show up. If PR and companies know that fewer press is going to show up, they're going to tailor things... Maybe just a little bit less towards press. Maybe they won't get rid of their press stuff fully, but they'll tailor it a little bit less. Um, and it'll keep happening. And there'll be like a cycle is because people are already kind of deciding that it's not worth it to send as many people to E3. Maybe it's not worth it to send people at all. I think it's going to keep going in that direction. And eventually it's going to become just mostly a consumer show. And the ESA so far, since they've added consumers to E3, they have not done a good job of putting on a solid consumer show. Um, PAX is way better. So yeah, I don't oh, know. Gonna... I, I don't know if this is like a nail in the coffin. I don't know I... what's what's going to happen, but I I do think that it was a meaningful shift. I the ESA's had a pretty full plate this week, what with loot box nonsense that we're not talking about tonight. <laughs> but but I I don't think that I don't think we're going to see. I, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see what happens next.
3: I I do th- I do kind of foresee a scenario where more and more of like the big publishers move to like an offsite thing near E3 that isn't technically E3. Um, like I know Microsoft, uh, does that EA does it. Um, I I was talking with somebody that was impacted by, you know, this leak and they said, they're kind of hoping (laughs) that's how it goes. Um, actually like it'll be, um, I don't know. I think losing uh press trust is a really really big blow for something that was a trade mm-hmm. show um in the past and I know, you know, when they introduced uh fans to be able to um go to E3, I remember there's a lot of press that were complaining it's like this is really um, you know, making it hard to do our jobs. And then this Adds a whole nother layer, uh, to to that. So it'll be um, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Well, hold on. We, uh, Reb can actually speak to something.
0: Yeah, I can. Sorry. Um, I I was I have, done. I was done. <laughs> I have a connection at a at a Riot Games uh, who has just sent me a photo. Um, a car just crashed into their building.
2: What? What? <laughs> Is everyone's everyone fine. Okay?
0: I, I, from what I can tell, everyone's fine. Uh, no, I They said no one was hurt. I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're actually there, so they can't prove that. But yeah, a car <laughs> just crashed into Riot Games. That, that's literally it. Like, I just got this photo, and they're like, a car crashed into Riot. I'm like...
2: I see what you okay. mean. It's wild, but it's not really related to anything. At least no, yeah, not. No, it's not.
0: Like, it's not some juicy piece of gaming gossip. Yeah. It'll probably be... Until we find tomorrow. out that it was
2: an intentional attack on the studio, because this no. is where we fucking are as a country.
0: Yeah, no, I... it's. The, again they're not there personally they don't know what's going on but they
2: huh,
1: I, they have well them. so I mean, anyway
0: that, that was all it was sorry to get everybody i mean honestly like
1: the, these days with everything going on i hear like that and i just assume somebody is targeting them
0: no i i think it was just a weird bad driving accident. i mean
1: hell twitch twitch had to abandon their building today they did oh, i didn't hear about that yeah there was yesterday well, it was there yesterday, was it was yesterday. Called in. yeah well, I, I think it, I think that. it ended
0: up being nothing, but like, like how the fuck can you be too careful these days?
1: You can't. You it's like, can't. And, and that's the thing. It's, it's like
0: no, this is a really good transition. Actually, this is a perfect yeah, transition. Yeah, this is a really good because, transition. Because
1: well, hold this on, hold on, shit. Brandon, did you did you have anything? Because I I feel hold bad. Down, I want to yeah. get Brandon.
3: No, no, keep going.
1: Okay, Bra- Brandon, stop playing Final it.
3: Fantasy fourteen. I think Brandon's got a Uh, you know a lot say on our next topic though. Okay. Yeah, probably. Reb, please. I'm sorry. This
0: shit is what I'm talking about. So what we just yeah. said is we've got people who are doing their jobs at Twitch. Just doing their normal jobs. And they can't get work done for a whole day correctly because some jacknob on the internet comes in and says something and we have to take it seriously. And that is very similar in some ways to what happened late last week, early this week um with some folks uh at a great little studio called glumberland um we're making a game called ooblets um they are headed over to the epic game store for some timed exclusivity they wrote a blog post about it um i i'm not even gonna fucking play on this there are people who are like trying to argue actually in good faith that this was a shitty blog post guys it was not a shitty blog post it was tongue-in-cheek it was snarky It was very much, I've been following the game for two years. It was very much in the tone of the stuff that they've done before. Um, It was very personal um, in in some ways too. And it was great. And it was all about how they're going over to the Epic game store and it's just a free game launcher. You just download it and you have it. And they're doing this because Epic has given them an exclusivity deal that would essentially pay the amount of sales that they needed or like expected. I don't remember what the exact phrasing was. Um, but basically, they don't have to go back and move in with their parents. Their game, no matter what, even if it flops, they're gonna make money. They're great, and that's such good news. That's fantastic news. But some people have criticisms about the Epic Games Store, which is fine. Oh, like, oh, like people. you can criticize. <laughs> There are things to criticize about the Epic Game Store. There's cri- things to criticize. I criticize Steam on a regular basis. There, you can crit- the Nintendo eShop fucking sucks. Like you can you can complain about all these things. However, there is again this shitty contingent of people that the minute you say, you whisper in the tiniest voice, Epic, Epic Game Store,
4: or, or they just, fucking
0: up. They just pile on, and they just have a shit fit about it. And what happened, I mean, you guys all know, you guys are all on the internet, but it happened anyway. So they they put out this blog post about why they're going to the Epic Games Store, and people just had a fucking riot. They harassed these people, they sent them, they flooded, their chat had like a thousand people, their Discord had like a the thousand worst, people in it. The worst of any and game
4: that's announced itself on the Epic Games Store by far.
0: Really? And it, yeah, so their, their Discord chat had like a thousand people in it, thousands and thousands, of came piling in to scream at them. They they doctored screenshots to make it look like the dude who um, was developing the game had said a bunch of anti-Semitic things. They sent them so much sexist and racist and all kinds of harassment. It's a disaster. It's so bad. And this is a studio that is like two people who were writing a blog post for their audience very specifically about why they were not going to have to move in with their parents because they were making money on a game that they worked really hard on. Fuck people. My God.
2: And it's two people. Like, I love how this post made the point of like, this is not a professional PR and marketing firm for a major developer at EA or Activision. This is two motherfuckers working on a game as a passion project, doing everything they can to make a living out of this, who just happened to get the deal of a lifetime. And because of that, they've got death threats and insults and people faking screenshots and video of, of them. Um, all because of a fucking game. I I made this comment. If you were this emotional about Epic Game Store discourse, I'm not saying if you have concerns about Epic Game Store. Epic Game Store is not a great launcher. It's missing a lot of features, yada, yada, yada. I shouldn't have to preface my statement with that.
0: No. I shouldn't have
2: to go, okay, now there's something like, that's like me having to go, okay, now when I I talk about men, of course I don't mean all men. Like, fucking obviously. So- So, but if you are that concerned and that emotional about Epic Game Store discourse, you are really barely any better than Gamergate itself, if that.
1: So, so I I actually took a look. I I was on, I've been on vacation for, you know, the better part of the week. So, I I wasn't part of all the discourse surrounding, like, specifically what was happening to the developers of Ooblet, you know, right, over this whole Epic Game Store thing. So, I took a look at it uh, the other day and I looked at some of the comments that are being sent to them. Um most of them I I cannot read aloud on this podcast. Yeah. Uh I'll here's one that I will because I want everybody who hasn't seen this or heard
3: this to know just how bad it really is and just Wait, how these, these Okay, I like when they had their second blog uh you know after all this erupted I I thought I knew what kind of comments to expect because I had seen, you know, I've seen so much shit. These were so much, these were so much more vile than I expected.
1: I've never seen. So, so, so here's one, right? Um, they quoted something, they quoted a part of the medium article that the developers wrote. They said, I've been crying nonstop for the last two days and feeling like the world has collapsed around me. This person commented, Oh, really? How about you kill yourself instead? It would be funny if you and the other shitlord got terminally ill and saw each other slowly fading away. It's a fucking video game.
0: It's a fucking video game that none of dude... these people ever had any intention of playing. Yeah. None of these people, yeah, maybe let, in let, their yo, community let me say of like.
4: When I, when I saw yeah, on let, let Brandon go. Fucking. But okay. Brandon. I typed the day that it got announced, or no, it was like what, two or three days after it got announced, after people had a little bit to talk about it. I I was like, okay, well, what what is Ublitz? I personally haven't heard of it until it got announced, which is fine, you know, like it doesn't. It it got announced in the in the past, but I, I decided to look at. It's
0: been like at the ID at Xbox showcase a couple times. It's super cute. It's great.
4: Yeah, it, yeah, it does look cool, and so I'm like, okay, what what would would there think about it before it got announced? Uh, so I type in Ublitz in the search thing. There was one thread from June of 2018 about the trailer it got E3, and it was a, a thread with 20 posts.
3: <laughs> how, how many more, were in the EGS thread at that point? How posts?
4: 2,700.
1: 2700. <laughs> it's I, not about I, the, look the look game. Look at the it's side note. People, people love...
0: Yeah, I, I wrote an article a couple weeks ago that was entirely about Steam. Had nothing to do... I think I mentioned the Epic Games Store once, and that sentence was something like, people have suggested the epic game store is an alternative however it can't do x and that that was it it was just to point out as to why that was not an alternative for people who had a problem with steam Uh, that thread got posted on era and like the first page was just a non-stop stream of epic game store comments it wasn't what the
4: article was yeah that's all they want to talk about Nothing you know ramming ramming their fucking epic game store talking points
3: you know also the like Like, the talk about Epic Game Store, like, as launcher is also, like, really top. And this is kind of tangential to what um, we're talking about, but it's one specific thread I have seen in some of these discussions that really bothers me. And I think it kind of loops back to some of the things we were saying at the beginning of the show. There's a lot of weird fear-mongering about the Chinese. Oh, God, yes.
0: The whole thing's super racist. That is...
3: That is in it, and it's like, and this is something I've seen that is coming up in a lot of games discourse lately. I've seen YouTubers talking about it with cheating, um, and you know, multiplayer games, like it's a cultural thing. Um, but you know, people did some analysis of the Epic Games launcher and decided it was Chinese spyware because Tencent uh is is a partial stake owner in epic and like the things that they decided worse or um you know bioware was just like basic any program on your computer does the same thing like that stuff is really troubling for me because it's it's really starting to catch on and people that should know better are starting to latch on to it And I'm getting really nervous about that. Like, I mean, obviously, the rest of the discourse is fucking awful. But, like, I'm really worried about this part as well.
4: You know, I mean, that's
3: just a comment. I don't really have anything. I, I,
4: I think it's been so strange to see Reset Era, who's been so, you know yeah in the past latch on to this entire anti-epic game store in such a huge way and not see that they're getting caught like even if um, obviously you know most of them are not coming from it from the racist intentions they're just but it's the same thing about the ethics and journalism right like gamergate some people the few minority came into it uh, just about that but the, the majority of it and what you know those people either didn't care about or just didn't see was that it was about something much worse and something much bigger. And that's what this Epic Game Store thing is. Like, it's not... The people who legitimately just care about the store got swept up into this crazy big ball of hate that, like, is just running away. Yeah. Like,
0: and, and, and it fucking sucks yeah, because like I can't, I can't write an article about the Epic Game Store now. Like I, I, cannot write an article saying here are some issues with the Epic Game Store that are real and we should criticize. I just can't because inevitably that is going to be a dog whistle for the shittiest corners of the internet. It and just what's is. What's ironic,
1: Reb? What's ironic is that all these shitlords are the same people who scream about my free speech. You know yeah. what about my yep. free speech? I'm pro free speech. You know. If you're one of these motherfuckers who is doing this, not just to the Uberlet devs, well, right now I'm speaking specifically about the Uberlet devs because it's the most recent example that I've seen, and it's probably the most fucking hideous example I've seen. If you're doing this, you know what? You 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 need your fucking ass beat. That's what you need. You're fucked up. This is this. It's not human. It's not human to do this. And everybody doing this, every single last motherfucker doing this, is the kind of person who doesn't have the fucking courage to say the shit to somebody's face not a single one of these people would actually look either of the devs in the eye and say this to their face because they're fucking, Oh God. God no. Yeah, of course not. They're fucking, like, it's just cowards. And it's easy to fucking hide behind these online personas and talk shit like this spew the fucking horrible shit that people do. Like
3: don't ever let me fucking hear you say this shit in person. Don't ever let me fucking hear it. And also, also some of these people that, you know, there was a couple snarky jokes in that blog post and they're just like, they're anti-gamer. Oh, yeah. open, like open. they're making a video game. Like
0: <laughs> laugh at <laughs> your like They're like, insulting <laughs>
4: their potential consumers. Yeah, that was yes, oh, it's like,
3: potential consumers.
4: Oh my god, <laughs> like it's like there's this I'm I might buy your game, but mm. I yeah, won't. There's this I'm whole, whole level
3: of self-important, yeah, self yeah, yeah. There's a
2: 120-year-old like, Tibetan man with no yeah. computer in the Himalayas <laughs> who's a potential fucking consumer because he could spend $20 on the Epic Games store. It's a yeah. meaningless fucking term.
3: Yeah, it's it's like... It's just... These people disorder. have latched on to the is. term,
4: about? like, like something to be proud of, or something to, like,
3: Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> we talk about, like, how our parents, you know, treat people in, you know, big box stores badly. Um, but, like, this whole, oh, I'm a consumer, you, like, thing is the exact same mentality. Like... It's so frustrating. And, like, people have latched... I mean, I mean, this loops back to what we were saying earlier. Like, there's these communities that have made people feel important and cared for. And, like, the people that, you know, just want things on Steam um, and have issues with the Epic Game Store have gotten caught up in this, like, this huge shitstorm where everybody thinks they're bigger than they are, that they, you know... They know what's best for the industry, they know what's best for the developer, and it's all bullshit, like oh I'm, I'm sorry, like we we have actually avoided talking about epic game store stuff it's such a shit show, but like I think all of our thoughts on pretty 20. clear, <laughs> yeah,
4: this like what like, it's
3: a cool.
0: storefront, there's stuff that's wrong with it, there's stuff that's wrong with every storefront, like it's not any. Fucking better. It's might. It's better in some ways than some of the other storefronts, and it's worse than. That's not the point. This is not that's about the, the. It's not, it's about, not about the, about the Epic Games
4: store. Yeah, it's not about the store. It doesn't. Yeah. Fucking
0: matter. And, and 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 God, it just it just fucking sucks too. Because for every sorry, I've got like all this cat hair in my face now because she keeps ramming her head into me. <laughs> it, it's it, it's every it's every fucking comment on these pieces, and, and it, it's it's a lot. It's a I don't like using the term slippery slope. I don't, because it's it's almost always used in really bad faith. But I think it is a legitimate slippery slope from, I don't condone harassment, but this blog post was anti-consumer and they should have expected that people would get mad.
2: Everything uh, before the but doesn't matter.
0: Right. It's it, Getting you from there to... Well, they don't deserve the death threats, but, you know, they deserve the the harassment that they. And just just going down the line because eventually, yeah, I'm not saying that the people who at at the top of that who are saying, "I don't condone harassment, but are the same people that go and fucking shoot up Walmarts." But you're gradually slipping into that mentality, like, the longer you, you know, engage with these communities who are just constantly arguing in bad faith and doing, like, nothing but trying to ruin people's lives over stupid shit. Eventually, you end up on 8chan, which is where a lot of this shit comes from, and you end up watching someone post a white supremacist manifesto before they go shoot up a Walmart. Like, Like this, it's the same fucking community that's at the core of both of these things. And there are people on the fringes of those communities who are not part of those communities. They, they would tell you, no, I don't condone any of that shit. That shit's terrible. I wouldn't do that. But they're, they're on the very fringes and they're, even if they're not actually a part of the worst of those communities, they're still providing a a safe space. For the people at the core of them to continue doing these horrible things, to continue doxing and harassing developers and journalists, to continue harassing and sending death threats to people who are just trying to make a fucking video game, and to people who have racist and sexist and other bigoted views and who think that the world would be better off without people who don't look or act like them. And-, and that, that's fucked up. Like we gotta cl- we gotta clear out these safe spaces, or we gotta we gotta clear out these safe spaces for these shitty people. We can't let them have these places. And there's there's not anything I can do about that. I can't delete Eight Chan off the internet. But we gotta we gotta kick these people out of our spaces as much as we can.
1: The people you know,
2: who host their servers sure can. Heck yeah.
1: If you're um, doing this, like it's if you're doing this to people doesn't have doesn't even have to be about video games, right? The comments that I'm reading, directed at the Ooblets devs, there are threats of rape. There are threats of murder. There are, like, people asking, do you have kids? You better hope you don't have kids. The vilest shit I have ever, some of, like, I have seen some of the shit, some of the comments directed at the Ooblets devs are worse than some of the shit I got thrown at me during Iraq. And if you're doing this, if you are a part of this, it's fucking evil. It's evil. To speak nothing of the fact that we're talking about fucking video games. These are people who are literally in fear for their lives over a fucking storefront. With all this shit going on in this country right now, with all the shit going on in the world right now, this is the shit you're angry about? A fucking video game store? Fuck you. You should be ashamed of yourself. Literally. And I swear to Christ. I swear to Christ, if I ever hear this shit in person, fuck. I'm going to throw fucking hands. I'm not even playing around. I'm fucking, I have have not been this angry. People just want to fucking live, man. People just want to fucking
3: make a living and make video games to make people happy. Yeah, it was, the best
4: decision. it was the best decision they could make for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Also, I, I gave d- them
3: financial support. And also, literally every single one of these people that are complaining are able to play this same game on their same computer. Also, this game like, is going to sell very
4: well after oh, all yeah. the attention. Oh, absolutely. yes. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm oh, going yeah. to yeah. support it. I'm going to support just, it just to support them now. Yeah.
4: Like it's gonna. Not only did they make the epic money, but they got a lot of attention, and people are gonna buy this game.
0: Yeah, I do. I do also wanna wanna throw this out there. I, and this is this is less for the people in Twitch chat because I think people in Twitch chat are mostly on the same page as this. People might listen to this later on, and and I think that they might get frustrated with some of the things we've said, not because because they're they're on the very 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 edge of all this, because they're people who looked at this initially, looked at blog blog post, and maybe got rubbed the wrong way by it, and maybe saw that, and they're like, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of rude, like like you know maybe they got irritated and i i think like if you didn't actually see especially after the first blog post if you didn't actually see like all the death threats and all the shitty you know racist things and all you saw were the twitter comments who were like well this was really not great pr of them this was this was not a great move like why would they do this the epic game store has this this and this wrong with it if you just saw those parts of it and thought wow these guys were in the wrong and maybe talked about it online like I get, I get that the internet's confusing and information is is weird. And the people who are at the core of this, who are at the worst of this, are deliberately trying to obfuscate and make things look like, oh, well, we're just—it's about ethics and games journalism, guys. You know, shit like that. It, it's it's a, it's about keeping developers ethical or whatever. Like, like that that mask when it's on, they're they're good at that shit. They're good at making and- it look innocent and roping people in. And so I don't, I, I I'm not. I wanna be clear that if you if you were like have problems with the Epic Game Store, if if you're just a person who just doesn't particularly like it, um, but has looked at especially at the second blog post by the Ublitz devs and has yeah. said, Wow, okay, that that's over the top. That's terrible, that's not good, that's not what I signed up for. Like, like like this isn't I guess. I guess what I'm asking is just like, especially what we now know that this Epic Game Store thing. From, from if you didn't know before, um, from from this Epic Game Store incident, we now know that Epic Game Store, those words, that that's a fucking dog whistle. That is going to oh, yeah. bring in the hounds. And so, just and, like in, in the future, when you're looking at this issue, just like like think about it and read the things that you're reading and really think about it in a measured way and make sure that the things you're engaging with and the people that you're engaging with are really engaging in good faith before you start going in. Because again, you do not want to inadvert, you don't want to be a person who is just criticizing things normally and be inadvertently providing a safe space for the worst things on the internet.
1: So I, I am actually dropping the medium article there yeah. in the Twitch chat for anybody who wants to read it. If... Like Reb said, it is it's fine to be okay with the Epic Game Store. It's not okay, you're allowed to be angry. What's not okay is what you will read right there.
3: Yeah, I mean that's the issue we're talking about. Like, and there it, there is a mob connected with the Epic Game Store that is not just talking about the issues with it as a launcher as a PC storefront. There's a lot of other things going on under the surface, and we want to make sure people are aware and responded to that. Um, if you don't like the Epic Games Store and you listen to our show, we don't want you to think that we hate yeah. you. Yeah, uh, um, whatever. But, um, you know, we really want to uh, to shine a light on this before it happens again.
1: It's just not okay. You probably will. And, and, You know, Justin, eventually somebody's going to get hurt. And and that's what I don't want. You know, like eventually yeah. some eventually some evil motherfucker is going to is going to do something terrible. You know, and, and I, I just all it is I consider everything on that everything that has been directed at those developers I consider an incitement of violence. And I just I don't see how anybody could stand for it. I don't see how any person with an empathetic bone in their body could read that and think that that is possibly OK
0: yeah, i'm I'm real, real nervous, and i I'm real nervous that there are indie dev. again, it's kind of like what I said with freelancers and marginalized journalists as well. I'm really nervous that there's because again, independent developers, small studios tend to air more so than you know triple A gaming. They tend to err on the side of being diverse. Um, and I'm and making more diverse games. And I'm worried that there's going to be a lot of creators who are looking at maybe a potential deal with Epic at some point, either now or down the line, and they're looking at this and they're going, "Is it really worth it?"
3: I and don't also, know. I
0: don't know if I'm. Hold on. I, I just want to finish sorry. this. And and it is now on Epic, which is the big company with all the power and the money to step up as much as. The, I mean, you can't. You can't solve everything. You can't. Again, you can't eradicate the the evilness in the world, but you can hopefully take some measures to protect your developers too
4: dev said they have so
0: yeah yeah they they did um and we, we have not seen that kind of you know concrete what they're doing but to really take a super hands-on um hands-on attack to kind of like manage manage pr manage comms and like make sure that you're helping them moderate discord communities and just sort of be there to support them and keep them safe because i i do not i don't want to fucking write the story that a developer got murdered over this i i don't want to fucking write that's it. what
3: i'm afraid of reb and that's what i'm afraid of also i mean just on a lighter note what well not lighter it's still a heavy note but not quite as sad like just like also these indie devs like the Ublit devs took this took this deal because it allowed them to have financial security. There is, and especially a lot of these, you know, these are marginalized creators. These are people that are from diverse um, backgrounds. They need that financial stability in order to keep creating. Um, I mean, if somebody is afraid of taking an Epic deal that would have given them financial security, um, and then, you know, have to go back to some day job and, you know, can't make games anymore. That's a net loss for the industry. Um, I I actually the one on one argument that I had seen about the Epic Game Source stuff that I thought made sense was there were people that were like, Hey, I don't um you know, I don't have an issue with indie developers taking um, you know, epic money. It's the big triple A games I have issues. This whole situation proved that that whole argument was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> this this like, was
4: by far the biggest like blow up of I'm I get... I
3: never expected Ooblets to get like orders of magnitude more of a reaction than like lands 3. It's fucking wild.
0: And I okay, so here's another scenario I want to throw out there too. I I think it definitely I I don't think this is the worst we see. I do I do think that hopefully everybody is a little more prepared next time to kind of like batten down and protect themselves from it. But my other worry is that not only are indie developers going to be affected, but um, when a AAA or a double a studio with you know a little more uh, a little more clout and a little more ability to sort of you know keep things locked down comes out and does something like this i'm worried that the twitter mob is going to do the thing it does where it goes on twitter and finds somebody who just happens to work for that company who's like an artist who happens to be a woman maybe or a person who isn't white and they're going to find them and they're going to like you know pile onto them instead since they can't go after the company is a big wall um, that's that's like my other worry i guess though i have seen kind of like i i again i know nothing um i've seen like the people talking in the news today about how what if death stranding ended up being an epic game store pc exclusive <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, I,
3: I saw. It, I yeah.
1: kind
0: of want it to happen
3: i think I, it I might am, i am 100 percent convinced that when the pc ports of death stranding and Red Dead Redemption 2 come out, they are going to be Epic Store only. Absolutely. And the there have been a lot of PS4
2: console fire. exclusives ending up on that Epic Game Store. I want yeah.
3: fucking everything on the, on the Epic Game Store now. Yeah. Fuck it. I almost wonder if, like, Epic and Sony almost have a deal going on, because stuff that was PS3 exclusive and stuff got ported to Epic. And it's so,
2: wild to see Heavy Rain on PC.
3: Yeah. I
0: do, I just realized <laughs> The only something. good Quantic Dream game. I, I did just realize something looking at that comment from this fascinating username Vengeful Cheese It. That's really, <laughs> really good. Well done. Um, I just realized that the people who are making a big fuss about how the Epic Game Store has no features and therefore it's a shit launcher and using that, you know, as a cover to, you know, harass people, those people are making a really fantastic argument for why the epic game store should not have reviews and not have discussion boards and not have any ability mm-hmm. to talk to the developers whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. Ugh. This hmm. is the time.
3: W- Want to move on to the is more it, fun time? I a do. Awesome are we there? I,
0: I, guess, I, guess, I guess just one One last thing. Back to what we said at the very beginning. If you are in a comfortable position, if you are in a position of privilege, if you have the ability to make your spaces in your immediate circle safer and better, to you know, tap the person that you're friends with on the shoulder and say, hey, that thing you said, it was kind of racist. Maybe don't say that. Uh, if you're in a position to moderate a community or to even just drop an indie developer that you like a little, like, Twitter reply on the next thing they tweet and say, hey, I love your work. Like, if you're in a position to make yes. your spaces better, better and brighter and cleaner and fill them with better things, that's, like, th- that's like the, the barest minimum that we can do. It doesn't save the world. It doesn't fucking solve racism or anything else. Um, it doesn't get rid of the worst people um, in the communities. But it does it does help. Um, it hel- it helps everybody have a little more energy to keep going the next day. So just, you know, do that shit. Be good, be good to other people. Where'd Derek go?
1: That's just good that's you just good he, life. You he likes, said he'd be bro. right back. But you where said did he right go? Back. Hopefully he'll want to go get his dogs.
0: I hope so. Um he I mean, I said he'd be RV. I don't know anyway. Um, so yeah, the last thing that we wanted to do since this was so heavy, we did uh, we did want to go around and we wanted to I'd love for you guys in the comments to join in too. Tell us just about Derek. Derek, where'd you go?
2: I had to pop what? off for a second.
0: Is everything okay?
2: Yeah, everything's fine. Okay.
0: That's weird. I had weird. a okay. lot of wine and a lot of water. okay. <laughs> I don't I thought you were gonna come back with a dog been, or something. No,
2: I've been sitting here for an hour and a half, guys. I fine. Well we're time. almost
0: done. I uh, want us to go around and tell us about in a video game or getting video game um that made you smile this week at some point um folks in the comments tell us hold on i want to tell mine uh okay. this is, i'm already talking um i bought a little eight dollar game on steam i bought a short hike uh last time I, I streamed it for like 40 minutes um i think i'll probably end up streaming the whole game but it's this little game um i i need to pull up these names before i start talking about it. i don't have the name of the developer um but it's just this little game where you're this little bird named claire a little blue bird um very very animal crossing style kind of bird um And she is on like kind of the base of this mountain at a camp um, on sort of a vacation and she needs cell reception. So she has to hike to the top of the mountain. I don't know why there's cell reception up there, Um, but it's just, that's the game. You just hike up a mountain and there's other little characters who are hiking up the mountain with you. There's little items you can get to make your hike better, but literally the whole game is just walking around in nature with pretty little music and occasionally finding little items and talking to other little animal crossing, like animals. And everybody is kind of, you know, Down to earth, but also like upbeat because they're all, you know, out in nature enjoying themselves. It's very, the aesthetic is really Animal Crossing. The dialogue is kind of night in the woods ish, but not nearly as dark. Like it's all very upbeat. And it's just like, I I was missing East Shade because I streamed Eshade a while back, and that's just a game about walking around an island and painting, and I was missing the vibe of just walking around scenery and enjoying it for what it was, because there's not, like, you know, people kind of downplay games like that. Right, yeah. um, but but this is very that, and it, it's really good. It's called A Short Hike. Um, It, it made me, like, I was just smiling and giggling most of the time I was playing it. So I'm going to finish that, but, you know, if you're looking for a short game that's like that, that's a good one. Uh, John.
1: So I just want to give a, a shout-out to Hypecast in chat, who was, like, follows all of us on Twitter, but I had no idea that this podcast for several years now he says we're animated that's that's for fucking sure we we are <laughs> definitely we are definitely an animated group um, my, my so, twitter
0: my twitter bio says exuberant always that's my mo that's who i am
1: so we actually normally do have a, a nameplate graphic uh, we just don't have one tonight. It's but, it's but not we, always easy
2: because nameplate, it's hop around, and then I've got to yeah. like resize and position everything perfectly like on the fly in the couple minutes before we go live, and it's it's not easy.
1: Exactly. Yeah, well, my I name's
0: honest. Derek. <laughs> Wait,
1: well, yeah. I'm I'm Brandon. Don't I'm Justin. That. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm Rab. I guess I really <laughs> really <laughs> resisted
2: saying my name Jeff.
1: <laughs> my name is actually Imran Khan. I am I'm with Game Informer. Oh, no. um okay. So God, you know, have hold something
3: to you while this week?
1: Yeah, so 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 y'all know that I love Final Fa- Well, I don't need to tell. I need to, I don't need to ask you that. Everybody he knows loves, that I love Final he
0: Fantasy. He brought Final Fantasy
1: up. We gave. No, but we listen. listen this this is wholesome and you're going to love it. So my son who is a, a a young a young gamer himself at uh, at at 11 years old. I was walking past and he had no idea I was there. I was walking past his room the other day. And he was playing Fortnite on a Switch and he, he won. He 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 won his match. And without him even realizing I was there, he goes, I hear him go, da, 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 and I was like, fuck yes. Oh it was God. so pure and Your kid awesome. Is
2: adorable.
1: And uh, it 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 got me it got me right in the fucking heart. Like it got me right in the fucking feelings, my feely bit, you know. I just oh it's so it was so fucking good. And it just honestly that happened the that happened on Monday, and it literally made my whole fucking week. My whole fucking week is fucking incredible. That's that's what made me smile this week, because I've I've been playing Fire Emblem, nothing but Fire Emblem, and that 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 game is dour and dark. Uh, but but that was that was fucking pure.
3: So anyway, I, found, nice. sorry, <laughs> I found
0: sorry, Justin.
3: I found awkward pause. So I I've been. You know, just playing random mobile games when I get time, and you know, now mobile games whole thing—they kind of move past the whole energy thing and just give you an ad every thirty seconds. Oof. Well, I saw an ad for a game I had to download called Idle Human, and
0: this is <laughs> this, this is, is a, great. I was enjoying this saga so much.
3: Idle um, Human. This is a game that it's a clicker slash idler game where. The currency that you gain is cells, and you invest your cells into building up a man. Oh, what? Fr- from scratch, uh, you build his bones what? and his, his muscles and skin. I completed this game in three days. Usually, these games take months to make any progress. I I finished. I built him uh, in a few days, and um. Although I will say they are they are cowards <laughs> because when you put on his skin, he has boxer shorts as part of his skin cowards. Uh, but yes, I I made a man and uh, there was an update that said there is going to be a woman added and an alien. so <gasps>
0: Excellent. I am- the, the three genders.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, woman, and alien right there. <laughs> so yeah, I, am v- I like like it's a really like shoddily made game. The I if you follow me on Twitter, I posted screenshots of this dude and he looks very funny. Uh It's just a. it's just a bizarre oh, it also has like facts weird facts about the body like that appear on screen it's like uh right-handed people um live longer than left-handed people uh you forget 90% of your dream- dreams like it's all stuff like that it's such a weird thing like I think it's supposed to be educational but it's it's not just it's just it's just bizarre and it made yeah. me laugh and I enjoyed yeah. it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I actually
1: wanna I, I wanna chat? give a quick shout out to Nintendan in Twitter. Um actually I uh, so that's actually Dan Koopman from uh from Game Explain. Uh oh, so, heck. yeah, Dan, thank you, thank you. Thank and thanks you. dude, that's thanks really- for stopping by. I've been a fan of y'all's work for a long time. Oh uh, yeah. Um who's next?
0: Uh let's do Brandon.
1: Okay, mate. Brandon.
4: Uh unsurprisingly, it's Final Fantasy 14, because that's the only game I've played in the last three months, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Do you like it, Brandon? Do you think it's, okay. it's good, it's perhaps? Pretty,
4: it's pretty decent. Uh, it takes 100 hours to get good.
0: <laughs> Sounds like World of Warcraft. I'm with you, man.
4: <laughs> but, okay, so um, I was leveling a new job, and uh, I uh, pulled a few too many mobs. I got, you know, I was thinking, I forgot that I'm not level 80 or whatever, and so I was almost about to die, and this white mage just comes out of nowhere and casts a healing spell and saves my life. And uh so after the fight was over, I you know gave him a wave or whatever about our business. Then a few hours later, I actually found the same person just like in one of the, like the big major cities, and we both recognized each other from like and then we waved at each other. From, Did you like, start jumping? Distance. I mean, I that's no. what you do
0: when you meet come yeah, on, Brandon I, we play a fucking we MMO. Waved.
4: But yeah, we recognized each other, both of us, and it was cool that's all i mean it, it made me smile I, just to be like hey i know i remember that was the guy who saved my life like no
0: so. i love interactions like that in mmos yeah, I, I, that's
4: what makes it special yeah
0: where neither of you really want to like type like like that's yeah, effort can, yeah, but it. but you just yeah you oh, you just like acknowledge anymore. and there's just like this positivity to it can everyone else hear, hear me
3: i can i can hear you fine
0: okay john stop john can't hear any of us oh, no there
1: we go no i'm good i'm good sorry oh, i'm good okay. I'm all good. It, it all it's right. all good. He had to open De- his ear holes. I did. <laughs> Derek,
0: you're last.
2: Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I, there's a little bit of setup to this. Um. I you know I I haven't been able to play a lot of Fire Emblem. Um. And so I got my copy, and and my partner, my girlfriend Martha. We've been together for like eight years. This is very very serious. I I only say that because girlfriend sounds like a very small term for what we really are. Anyway point is she has gotten significantly ahead of me in Fire Emblem and a couple days ago I was finally able to actually really start the game in earnest um and, and I'm texting her you know she's she's gone to work I wake up I'm like yeah I'm, I'm gonna finally get to play some Fire Emblem today um and the one thing she tells me is make sure you level up your charm and your authority so that you can recruit Dorothea um and I felt called out <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt just brutally Singled out, targeted Identified by my own partner um, <laughs> Like It's it's funny Because uh, you know, I love Fire Emblem For everything, but anytime there's a romance Element in any game, like a lot Of us deeply love to talk about that stuff I've discussed nothing Fire Emblem with her before this point She just was like, that's the one Make sure you do this stuff together I already know And it was just like. That's so good. I couldn't help but laugh, but it was just like, damn. All right, girl. All right. Um, can that, we like
0: just mention out loud that it is a fucking crime against the law that catherine and Shamir yes, are not by? i don't, don't think i was joking that about yet.
2: that's the only thing i was joking about earlier icon,
0: icon a bicon
2: i, I had like a the, a the waifu and husbando list worked out right uh-huh. of like waifu 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 man waifu 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 and then it was like you know, here's Shamir and Catherine, my my two large, powerful mommies. And, and, like, we both vented over, like... It doesn't even seem like they're romanceable at all, uh, much less, uh, you know, they're not available for bisexual romances. Um, and it just seems dangerous. But I got the, a good laugh out of us laughing about that and joking about that um, Wait. on on internets. Claude isn't gay? Claude no. is not. No, and Nintendo <laughs> is wrong about. Claude is spikes. a power bottom. Let's the get that <laughs> shit clear. By the
3: fact
0: <laughs> that there is, and I, I apologize for the spoiler. It is in the first half of the game. There is an animated, yeah, what Imran's saying. There's an animated scene that you—it's a cutscene you get no matter what, whether you're playing male or female—and it's in it's in first-person perspective. So you're like Violet, and you're like looking around at shit while everyone's dancing around. At one point, Claude. Do I get the FF8 like,
2: dancing scene, but with Claude instead of Renoa?
4: Hold
0: on, i will try to. Where, where's my webcam? But he like he like holds out his hand and he he leans and does this charming little Claude smile and holds out his hand and he takes you to dance. And if you're a lady, if you're a lady, he does this. If you're a man, he does this. And it's like the most
1: Bucky
0: thing, Claude's hot. Leave me alone.
1: Claude I'm ro- is. I'm
0: romancing him when I do my golden deer. Plan. I Claude. haven't like
1: mm. I I haven't had any romance at all. Like you don't lo- until like, the
0: very end. You it doesn't happen. In, you have to like get their supports up, but it really doesn't happen until the very. End.
1: Okay, because I'm because I I went the black eagle I, I went the black eagle yeah. route, and I'm kind of wishing I hadn't. Like I like I I'm, yeah. I'm kind of wishing. I'm, you know, I'm kind of wishing I, I had gone with the, um, oh god. Oh, you mean well, siding he's... with
2: the fascists didn't turn out? Hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't know they were fascists. Okay. I, I kind of, I, I think for my next playthrough, I'm gonna go. You got fascist. Uh, you go got with, uh, religious Dimitri's cops. House. Dimitri seems like a genius. And then
2: you got the okay, bisexual point, disasters.
0: My point, DJ, is that yes, you absolutely should <laughs> be with me, despite being a dude, because Claude should be gay.
1: No. When I found out that anyway, whatever we got, the no, we room. gotta,
0: we gotta end this what? podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, as long as we're not
0: too long, we have to have a fire. Emblem as podcast.
2: long as we we're end Brandon it you know. on All the it agreement that Claude is a power bottom then we're correct a power bottom. yeah we
1: have a morning show tomorrow where we can discuss these matters Claude can throw have, that ass in a circle we can
0: just have fire emblem ca- wait justin justin didn't play fire emblem though
3: i haven't played it yet i'm going no, to justin's eventually. on tomorrow
0: we're gonna do a fire emblem class we're gonna get like jeff in on it we're gonna Who anyone's played fire we're gonna do it okay yeah.
1: okay all right justin's
0: gonna be all on the right. morning show we are not going to ruin this for him yeah speaking of y'all since we're actually trying to wrap up here <laughs> um we do have a morning show tomorrow um it's me Eric and John joined by Justin this week, which is fantastic. Um, we're going to talk yeah. about. I we haven't discussed this yet, so I'm just going to say it, and you guys can disagree with me. But we're going to talk about some lighter hearted stuff tomorrow.
1: That's what the um, fuck I'm talking about. I
0: don't know. Maybe John will do some audience questions. Maybe we'll just shoot the shit over coffee. Can I talk
1: I
3: about Final Fantasy tomorrow?
0: You can talk about whatever the fuck you want, man. I'll Hell
3: yeah, John. John, fantasy. no matter what our <laughs> answer to that question would be, you're just going to anyway. do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. None of us
0: can stop you. Yeah, we'll we'll do a fire Emblem something at some point because like derek's like 15 hours and john and i are like 50 hours and we can't ruin this video game for him um but yeah so we're gonna go uh the the morning show is that i need to do time zones is it what uh 9 a.m eastern 8 yes. a.m central is that all right Lasts yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, so for yep. about an hour um we'll be here for that and do we have anything else we need to announce anything else uh
1: so um we had some i just want to do some some housekeeping real quick uh we had some first-time viewers in the chat today so we really appreciate you uh, joining up, uh, I know. Hype, uh, I saw Hypecaster, uh, so he's been following us on Twitter for a while. Apparently, it's is his first episode, so we <laughs> appreciate that. And uh, Nintendon says this is his first time tuning in live, and he already likes it, so we appreciate that. And uh, thank you for everybody for tuning in uh, to listen to us tonight. We know that it was a heavy podcast. There was a lot of unfortunate shit we had to talk about, from the ESA to you know the shootings in Dayton and El Paso, and you know just the vile. The vile harassment being tossed at the Ublitz debs. We like to have a lot of fun on this podcast, but we also can't ignore the really important discussions that need to be had about the about the, the industry and the community that you know that we love. It's uh, it's important. And and these are things that that, that need to be talked about. Um I want to remind everybody uh that we will be at Pax West this year. Uh myself and Jeff, who's in the chat, and Derek and Finn and Reb will be there as well. Yeah. Uh, and I'm
0: uh, awesome I, for- folks come to those
1: reb is fucking just killing it on panels left and right i uh i said it on twitter the other day but i am very proud to announce that i am once again the TakeThis.org hope Booth coordinator hell yeah uh, for pax so i will be running the hope booth if you uh want to stop by the diversity lounge and check us out uh please, please please feel free and uh we will tell you all about breaking the stigma of mental illness in the gaming community and um yeah, if you see any one of us wandering around PAX, come um, give me I, the biggest hug that you're comfortable I giving. I personally give, yeah, I, I, I'm a hugger. If if you want a hug, if, if hugging is your thing, but come I respect you know. your boundaries. Too. Please introduce
0: Red... yourself before you hug me. That yes, that, like yeah, tell too. me who you are, so I don't think that you're someone yeah. who got my spreadsheet off of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a fucking yeah. problem, isn't it? But once you tell me who you wow. are, it's fine. And I'm telling you what, if, <laughs> if you want to fucking, if you want a great Reb Red will confirm my hugs are legit.
0: They're really nice.
1: My hugs are like I. Really? I'm a. I'm a, I'm a pretty hugger. Hugs. I'm not bad. But uh, uh, if nobody has anything else, Reb, do you want to sign us off tonight?
0: Yeah, it's not always poetry. We don't always agree, but we always. I think it, we keep it real is what we do. I don't. You always say it so nicely.
1: Words and stuff
2: and That's love. That's good enough for
1: me.